you're listening to the sound of my voice. Hello, everybody. My name is D'Angelo Valentine, and you're listening or watching the Unplugged podcast. Today, we're doing something a little bit different. As you probably noticed that the format of the show is a little bit different where I don't have a guest. But today, I'm specifically talking about something that affects us all. Debt. Yes. But as of last month, July 2022, I am debt free. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about some of the points that I took, some of the paces that I made in order for me to be debt free. And starting with number one, and which is very important, is make a list of all your debts. Every creditor, every person you owe bills to, whatever, look at it, write it out, add it all up, and then have a grand total so you can get a full spectrum of an understanding to how much you owe in debt. Next thing is you're going to budget. So if you're doing budgeting already, that's very good. But now expand it a little bit more. Budget on the expenses and how much of your income that's going to be going in to paying off your debt. The reason why that's important to do that is because we need to know how much we can pay well above the minimum to start paying all this stuff down. Now, know this. Debt is not a bad thing, but when you have poor management of it, a lot of these creditors, they keep you as a customer and they keep you bound in there because of interest and that's how they make their money off of you. So just know that it's not a bad thing, but you got to make sure that you're allocating some of those incomes towards paying that off. And I don't believe in broke. And I'll tell you why. Anybody that tells me that they're broke, they have poor money management. Just know that it's so important to make sure that you take care of your priorities first before you go to do anything else. Next thing is you're going to purge on things that are not necessary. So things like Netflix, uh, you have subscription to certain things. This is not really so much of a necessity. So you need to let go of that. I always say this amongst myself, my peers say it to me, it's better to sacrifice temporary fun for permanent stability. So I understand that when it comes to having fun and going out there and you want to do this, you want to go to a restaurant, you want to go to the club, you want to go for drinks, or you want to do any kind of fun stuff that costs you a lot of money right now or do a big trip. Just understand that you have to put that on hold right now to focus on clearing off your debt. And then the next thing is you got to start paying off the small debts first. So now that you have that list, you know how much you owe for everybody, start paying off the small stuff first. So for myself, I had a list of the credit cards that I had to pay off. It was a couple hundred here, a couple thousand here, and I was just basically paying it off. Some of them I even made negotiations of having installment payments every two weeks to just pay that off, and they directly took that from my bank, pay that off, that was done. Next thing, I had my accountant apply for a readmittance voucher. So that's towards all my back taxes that I owed. And all I did is when my next check came in, I went to the bank and I was like, here you go. This is how much I owe on my taxes. I want that paid off right now. So that was completely paid off and done. All right. After that, a technique that I learned over the last two years is called paying it forward or front loading. 
So if you have an expense that is basically like a necessity, but you cannot get credit for it, pay it forward, such as a gym membership. So when you pay a gym membership, either biweekly or monthly, if you miss a payment, they send you to collections. And when they send you to collection, that negatively affects your credit. So what I did is I looked at the total amount, how much I owed for the year, and I went there and I paid it off in full. Yes, you can. And you actually save more money that way than paying it off per month. If you can pay it off, if you can't, I completely understand. But if you can, make sure that you pay it forward. After that, if you're not making enough money, it's okay to ask for a raise. If your job that you're working at and you're working a very uh, tedious job or you're doing a lot of things that require a lot of responsibility, it's okay to ask for a raise. It's okay to uh, look for other jobs, get a second job, start a side hustle, figure out a way that you can bring more money into your business. That is okay. But remember, broke is just an excuse. To me, if you tell me that you're broke, you're looking at ways of poor money management while other people are figuring out a way to put themselves in a surplus. So remember, you got to be on top of it. Next thing is forward your tax refunds towards your debt. So if you're paying any kind of charitable donation, so like I was paying like offerings to church, I was paying towards different charity organizations and stuff like that. All that stuff, you can get a refund on your tax for that because you donated to those charities or you donated to a church or you donated to whatever charitable organization, religious organization. And I told my accountant, put that towards the debt. And that's what I did. Majority of my debts were government debts. So I made sure that went straight towards that. The next thing is you're probably going to hate me for this, but get rid of friends that are freeloaders. And there's two types of freeloaders. I'll tell you why. Friends that are freeloaders. The first one is they'll ask you to buy something from them and then really and truly like they don't pay you back. Or there's the other freeloader where they basically coerce you into buying something for yourself and like they, they convince you to buy something for yourself, but you really didn't really need that. So those are the kind of friends that you need to stay away from. And then the next thing is you want to take a step back from social media. There was an old saying back in the days, TV made me do it. And the thing is a lot of people on social media that I notice is like they do things, they buy things, they go well beyond their means to show a lifestyle that they can't even afford. So just know that, okay, hey, you need to humble yourself. You need to have your whole shelf of humble pie before you eat your cake. Just know that you need to take a step back and figure out what you need to do for yourself and to manage your finances to be financially independent. Don't watch what they're doing. We don't know how some people make their money. We don't know how they acquire certain things, but just know that you need to take a step back and focus on what's important right now because nobody else really cares that you're in debt or not, but you should care because that can affect you in your future. If you want to purchase a car, get a house or get anything under a line of credit, you got to make sure that your credit's in check. Next thing is be resourceful. 
So I did talk about, yes, you have to sacrifice fun for permanent stability, but it doesn't mean to eliminate all kinds of fun in total. So what has to happen is this. Look on Eventbrite. Check your local listings. There are ways where you can be financially savvy to have fun. There are ways where you can actually go to an event and those events are free. Like here in the city of Toronto, especially during the summertime, there are a lot of free festivals that you can attend and have fun or, you know, just hang out with your friends, figure out something, do something that's productive in that time where you can have fun without breaking the bank, right? Remember, you have to focus on being financially independent, sacrificing temporary fun for permanent stability, but it doesn't mean to eliminate fun completely. And then the last thing is if you cannot handle so much of the debt, you can consolidate. Now, consolidating your debt, you have to understand this. This is really important that you need to know this. There's pros and cons. Yes, it helps you to get out of debt faster, but just know that it can negatively affect your credit, negatively affect your credit report, a lot of things in the future, especially if you're trying to acquire property, or you're trying to get a line of credit. Yes, there are people who have done it and they've been successful at it. And I'm not saying don't do it because I did it myself, but just know that when you do it, there are some drawbacks and you have to work hard to build things back up. So one of them is uh, claiming bankruptcy. Just know that if you're claiming bankruptcy, some of your assets or all of your assets could be seized in the bankruptcy. Um, another thing is because you claim bankruptcy, wherever your credit is, your credit is going to basically plummet to R9. So you don't want that to happen. But if you have to, you have to, right? Because sometimes it may be out of your control. You let your debt get out of control. Um, there are ways of building your credit back after you finish your bankruptcy clause, but just know that the bankruptcy that report will stay on your credit report up to seven years. Then there's also a consumer proposal, which I did. And with a consumer proposal, it's great because it basically takes all of the creditors and take all those, um, all that that you owe and basically squash it down into a lump sum payment. And what they'll have them do, they'll basically sit, and negotiate with each other because they see that the report that she did a consumer proposal and they'll basically see what rate everybody's getting and trying to figure that out. And then after that, after everybody's come to an agreement and signed the papers or the time has passed for them to look at that, basically you will go ahead and start paying off your, your, your debt in smaller payments because everything is basically compiled all together. But here's the thing. A lot of these creditors can negotiate for more than what you were aiming for. Um, also, another thing too, for myself, I only had one creditor on that list, which was the uh, Canadian National Student Loan or AKA OSAP, which I owed a lot of money to because I went to three post-secondary institutions. Um, but just know that if they're the only one there, they can go as high as they want because there's nobody else in that pool. 
But luckily for me, that time passed for them. It was a, just a little bit more than I had to pay what I was aiming to pay for. But what was great is that in the negotiations, I didn't have any interest towards the payments that I was making to pay off that debt. So it's great, but also understand that there are drawbacks. And it doesn't mean that you can't build your credit back after the fact. It's just know that these things sit on your credit report. So these are the things that you got to know to build back your credit, get out of debt, and not all debt is bad. Remember this, debt is a good thing. Why? Because if you're buying a house, you need some sort of leverage to buy a house. If you need a car, you need some sort of leverage to buy a car unless you're going to buy it out cash. Line of credit, if you need some money for this or that or to secure something. Same thing with credit cards. Credit cards have uh, ways of securing payments. Um, they also have a way of giving you perks and all that kind of stuff like that. So it's not entirely a bad thing. It's just that when you mismanage what's been given to you, it's going to end up being bad in the long run. So make sure that you're paying your bills on time. Make sure that you're paying your all your uh, creditors on time, making sure that those things are on time. Make sure that you're paying for it if you need to pay for it for certain things. But that, then, then that will save you a lot of money in the long term. But make sure that you're on top of that because being financially independent helps so, so much versus not having it. All right. So thank you so much for listening or watching this podcast. If you are uh, listening from Spotify, Apple Podcasts right now and you haven't followed us, make sure you follow us there. If you're watching, make sure you subscribe. And if you want to know a little bit more about me, hit me up on my Instagram, d.aftrdrk. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. My name is D'Angelo Valentine. Peace.